afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole VZ and you know everything. My dog also just farted as this was starting. So it's all happening. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Intros are in the old episodes. We're going to get right to it. Because what I want to talk to you today is this, this continual thorn in my side. And it is this assumption that social media is synonymous with marketing, as in marketing is social media and social media is marketing. Okay, we're going to get into why am I so upset about this? What is marketing in 2023? How social media is a fabulous tool, but does not denote a marketing plan. It is simply a strategy, which you can test your marketing. And it can be wildly successful. Don't get me wrong. I do know entire businesses that their whole marketing is social media. And I also know more businesses that folded in 2022 because pixels and cookies died during the whole internet stalking you and that being a bad thing and phone uh, operating systems updating and and users, buyers, your customers, clients, they decided they didn't want to be stalked by social media advertisers any longer. And then social media advertising died. It is now back. But the thing about business is it will forever and always be able to take advantage of trends. And when you see an event or when you see a happenstance, when you see something that your business can absolutely make itself known and available within, like absolutely ride that wave, my friend. Take it all the way into short, but recognize that wave will pull back. (laughs) And if you've got all of your eggs in one basket, that is the fastest way to feel like everything is out of your control and your business is slipping between your fingers. So why do I have such a bee in my bonnet about this? Well, maybe because... I'm old enough to have worn bonnets and definitely predate social media. And marketing and business are pretty old school, my friend. People have been (laughs) supporting themselves and their families for a long time with business. And they did it before social media. They did it before the internet. And they did it by using some very tried and tested methodologies. So we're going to do a little marketing 101 for you. Again, I am not saying don't use social media. It is probably one of the most phenomenal, life-changing, business-impacting tools of the last 100 years, for sure. And also, can you build a wildly successful business without being on social media? Maybe without even being on the internet? 100%. You probably need to like at least point people, like have an address that's searchable on Google Maps, assuming you're a terrestrial business and people need to engage with you on some level. But you might be a phenomenal genius. You're probably not watching this, but maybe your friend can let you know, I think you're a genius because you've learned how to do your thing without needing any attention whatsoever. Amazing. One of the reasons social media can feel incredibly defeatist and a lot of businesses, in fact, never really get to the scale and sustain stage is because they've spun their wheels completely out on social media. It might feel like you are the lone violin player trying to make the sinking ship and the desperate attempt to save one's life as beautiful as possible. And no one gives a shit because they are just trying to get away from 
everything that's happening as quickly as possible. And you're just simply desperately trying to get their attention. It, it, it is a, uh, is a sad role to play, my friend, and I have been there a million times. I have clients, like I said, I, I know countless entrepreneurs and business owners and influencers and knowledge economists and service providers that have built an entire business and livelihood on social media. And then I also know people who have never used that technology and who have somehow managed to create financial independence for themselves. So you get to do whatever works for you. I would suggest you should have and build towards four strategies that work, but start with one. Now, you might be more inclined to go the old school way, terrestrial, real world, physical marketing. You might be super into the data and the analytics and the technology and the ease and the accessibility of digital marketing. There's no right or wrong. What you do need to do is find something that works for you. The tech is, is an absolute game changer. It is not a savior. It will not save you or your business. Facebook ads won't save your business. And in fact, without having a tried and tested marketing message, brand, um, value that you know attracts the people who you know you're reaching, you're going to spend a fuckload of time and money in tech trying to figure that out. Can you use tech as an amazing way to test all of those things, your target market, your marketing message, your value add, um, your positioning, your pricing a thousand percent. And in fact, like it's a pretty remarkable way of testing all of those things. But social media is not marketing. Marketing is a plan to establish your brand, your position, your price to a subsect of, to a particular population group. And then also making sure that they know how they can find you. It's easy for them to buy from you. And ideally you get them to do that again, right? That is something I feel like most online service providers are abysmal at. They're all about the sell. They're all about getting you into their funnel. They have zero fucks when it comes to your satisfaction or your ability to even create success, let alone replicate it. But that is, that is a different uh, hill for me to call up on die. So let's go back to marketing. Most people that I work with feel like things have changed pretty drastically in the last few years. And obviously, they're spot on. You might be at the very beginning stages. You may not have launched yet. You might be 10 years into your business. We're all kind of in the same place right now. And that's what I actually found so amazing about the iOS updates and the fact that pixels and cookies and even email marketing and open rates, like none of that worked for most of 2022. It leveled the playing field. Suddenly, in a stat, like a, a shot, like a website like Amazon had about as much reach and retargeting ability as a brand new entrepreneur on Shopify or Etsy. What the tech allows us to do is analyze the data. It allows us to collect so much more data and in real time. But unless we know what that story means, it's kind of like reading a book in a foreign language. Like it's cool. You can probably get the gist of it based on the cover, but like you don't actually know what's going on, right? What's changing is the way that consumers, customers, clients, and buyers are engaging with products, with markets, with messaging, even with their environment. 55% of households are using voice search now. 
that wildly changes your SEO, your search engine optimization. So even if the only thing you're doing on the internet is having a website, the whole point of that website is people can find you, right? They might search, they want your service, or they might be looking for your product nearby. With voice search, it's changing the way that we're looking for things. It's going to change the way that we talk about what it is that we want, let alone how we find it. And then how you make that findable. (laughs) Um, We're so over-advertising. We don't trust the marketers. And I, I'm a very aware of the old marketing adage, like you need to, you need to be in front of somebody like 20 plus times. It used to be seven, then it was 13, then it was 17. I'm going to just go with 20, right? Like, why do you see real estate agents advertising on bus stop benches? Not because they think their customer is going to sit on that bench and write down their phone number, but because you drive past it so often you don't even notice it. And then when you meet that person at your kid's soccer game and you think, Oh, Susie Q. Why does that ring a bell for real estate? Huh? Like weird. Cause I'm actually looking to sell my house right now. And I feel like you're the one that's, and I'm probably preaching to the choir here. You're watching YouTube. You're a pretty savvy consumer, right? We advertise to put ourselves in front of people and advertising suggests paid. It is a marketing strategy. People think about social media in terms of organic. It's free, Right. But we're now melding the two and we're getting consumer generated ads. And so what this is, is this is your customers, clients and buyers physically demonstrating your product or talking about your service. And it's like taking referral marketing to a whole new level. Referral marketing, someone who has experienced your business recommending it to their friend is by far and away the number one way to grow business. Now, this can happen in a variety of different ways. And I suggest every single business has a dedicated marketing channel for referrals. And I don't mean just selling, setting up affiliates and like having a link that somebody can click to and then they get temporary. No, I mean like you are actively sharing with your people. If someone buys as a result of you, you get a reward. Now, that is the most simplistic way of thinking about it. But 9.9% of business owners, entrepreneurs, creators, community, um, organizers, service providers, knowledge economists, like they all just think if someone had it's a good experience, they'll tell their friends. No, I mean, maybe, but like activate that, create, like gamify it, create a, a journey, a start and a finish and make it fun. Incentivize them to not just recommend it if they think about it, but reward them heavily enough <laughs> that it's top of mind. I pay my people and I pay them a significant amount of money if they recommend me and I get a new client from that. Why? Because you win, I win, everybody wins, right? And it's something I remind everybody of. Do you know you're, the receipt that you send from your business is the most opened email of all of your business communications? So why not in that email, again, activate your customer client buyer, assuming they had a good experience, which should be your very first concern, but like replicate it, come back again, bring a friend, 50% off for your friend, so on and so forth, right? Like have fun with it. Think about how can you activate this word of mouth? And you don't have to believe me, the fact that consumer generated ads are going to be selling a majority of what's online is proof of concept that referral marketing works. But you can, you can do this 
without having someone open, you know, do an unboxing online and filming it. You can do this without having to pay an influencer. Now, the other thing I want to, and you knew this was coming, highlight is AI, right? Like AI won't just help you with your digital marketing. It will also help you with your real world marketing. It will help you research what zip codes are, are um, in nest and like, like what Google searches are happening and what zip codes for the potential home service that I offer. Like you can use it to ask questions and do hardcore market research that you used to have to pay market research firms or focus groups tens of thousands of dollars to do. You can do it to optimize your ad copy, to write copy for you, to, to do the graphic design if you want to do mail out. So like, there are so many different ways this tool can help you. But here's the thing. When you use AI to augment your marketing and sales, knowing that it's AI that's going to help people find you, so as an example, back to the beginning, voice search, we know that people are moving more and more to just asking Google rather than typing into Google, right? So then you use AI to help you generate voice search content optimization for your coffee shop. If AI is creating it, AI going to recognize it, like game recognizes game. And so even though you might be absolutely brilliant and have nailed your marketing message as this tech evolves, not only can it help you be more efficient in reaching your people, but it's going to like open the gate for the gatekeeper that it is. Like, do you see how it's like redundant and like circular and self-serving in the sense that if AI is creating it, AI is most likely going to select it in terms of what is the best option for you here. AI is creating, I was just looking at my stats here. AI is creating 30% of the content on the internet right now. As at June, 2023, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? It's not even about keeping up with the Joneses. It's not about getting and using this technology. It's literally like speaking the language that people are using to find you. Okay. Like if, if the algorithm is AI and you're using AI to write your prompts on social media, if you're using music that AI is, is suggesting because it's the most searched for song, like, do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's an edge that exists now. I don't know how long that's going to last. But if it's already working, like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you can also just simply use AI to write a marketing plan for you. There are so many different ways of reaching consumers now. And I believe that if you do something well and you find people who like it, you're in business. I guess I should qualify like it as and they'll pay you for it. <laughs> That's the exchange, right? Once you've proved that, you just have to do it again and again and again. Most people quit on their marketing plans and strategies because it takes too long. What they're really doing is quitting because they don't have enough money to keep going. That's a different conversation in a different podcast. There are so many ways that we can now optimize that length of time. And also... When you're doing something really well, you're going to enjoy it. You're probably going to love it. And when you use outreach methodologies that allow you to connect with people who also love it, that might take as long as it takes. But the businesses who have been around, and I get that it's not a trend any longer to be, in, you know, people don't want like 100-year-old brands. We're rebranding every two years. But why will someone come to your restaurant if you shuttered and closed it? Because the original concept kind of got tired since people need new things all of the time because they love the chef. 
because they know you do fun, atmospheric experiences because your cocktails are kick-ass. So it doesn't matter if you're doing contemporary Central American cuisine or you're doing old school French. They're there for the cocktails, right? Or they're there for the maitre d', the person that made them feel like they were the only people in the restaurant. (laughs) As someone who teaches people how to not just become successful in business, but scale and sustain that success. I wanted to make it really clear that you're going to need something more than social media. And and I would even leave social media as a testing grounds until you've like, you know, you can just turn that money faucet on and off and start with that real world connection with your customers, clients, buyers, figure out how they want to hear from you, how often they want to hear from you, Maybe not. It's debatable if you should be like asking them what they want because sometimes they don't know what they want. That's what you do. You solve problems they didn't even know that they had. But pick a platform and that can be print advertising. People will probably roll their eyes at it. But if your niche is boomers, if you sell home services to 65-year-olds, like they might be on Facebook, um, but they're probably looking at pictures of their friends and family and they are going to be so much more inclined. I mean, like I think about like my parents and this is anecdotal for sure. They get their people from the neighborhood. They look around and see who's doing what and they need that. And so they go and ask them and that person gives them a card. I haven't printed a business card in 10 years. I still have stacks of my old business cards from old businesses. I make a collage of them one day. Mixed medium art. But know what works for you. See what the other people in your community and your industry are doing. Find some models that are doing it amazingly. If you love social media, if if you've spent... The people I know who are the most successful in social media worked in digital advertising for the first 10 years of their career. And then they were able to pivot, right? Like if you're a writer, if you're a graphic designer, you are going to run with it. It's going to be great. And also you need other strategies. (laughs) If you put all of your eggs in one basket, that is incredibly risky, especially with what's happening with tech right now. And especially with AI, like things are just going to be changing so rapidly. So leave it as a testing ground. I look at it like my investment portfolio. Uh, Probably an unhealthy amount. 20 to 25% of my investment is for play. It's for high risk. Things I might not be that good at or know that much about. But the rest are tried and true strategies, industries, sectors, property, places that I know I'm good at. And like they're slow and steady, but they will win their race. Whereas I have my crypto and my tech and my riskier investments and businesses to potentially 10 or even 100x, right? One of the reasons I think it's important to address the social media elephant in the room is so many of us are burnt out. We don't want to be the face of the thing. We recognize that we've dumped a ton of time and energy into social media and it hasn't really delivered on our expectations, on our, our, on our ROI. I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's about continually iterating and improving on that strategy and know that like social media is going to show you the worst, weirdest, cringiest parts of you. Again, that might be your differentiator. That might be your unique selling proposition. Use social media as a channel, as one of the legs upon which you are going to build your foundation for your sales in your business. They're like, if you don't believe me, go for a walk. I mean, assuming you live in like a semi-urban area, but even if you're in the suburbs or even a more rural area, like 
How does business get your attention? Ask 10 people. Ask, go outside and ask 10 people how, what, what influences you to buy. How do you learn about a business or a service or a product? And if you're afraid to ask people, I'm not sure how you're going to ask them to buy from your business. That is absolutely something we can work on together. I'm just going to leave that there because that is like a whole nother, it's not even an episode. That's like a whole course in there. Marketing is making people aware of an opportunity to buy. That's my own little definition. I made it up right now. I don't know. I think it plays. (laughs) If you don't know how to ask people a question for information, are you comfortable in asking them to buy from you? Mark, sales is an activity within your marketing plan. A lot of business owners I talk to, especially when they first started, hate sales. They want to hire a salesperson. Again, that's a completely different episode. That's a whole module in the anti-business school. This is just simply about getting information. This is about creating a plan. So all I am suggesting is marketing is not social media. (laughs) Find some other channels. Find channels that you love. Find channels that you're good at. Referrals print advertising, radio advertising, podcast advertising, magazines, blogs, partnerships, partner with other people in your community. Referrals don't just have to come from customers, clients, buyers. They can also come from vertically integrated or laterally related businesses. So as an example, accountants, HR, I'm constantly referring them to people. People are constantly referring them to me. We are laterally related, right? Bookkeepers, it's a little bit more vertical, but like support staff, assistants, marketing, (laughs) people who are amazing at sales, like we can all support each other beautifully in business, right? So the more of those partnerships that I build, the more business I can make. Um, If you're still here, thank you. This is an opportunity for you to try something different. You are looking to create something new. Ideally, you have at least one way that you've created some success in terms of sales. Can you do that better? Most like I would say 80% of the time, my people abandon a strategy before it's fully fledged and before they've really optimized it. So I've told this story before, um, forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but one of my clients saw a huge opportunity post um, BLM movement. A lot of uh, communities were like re, well, I don't know if it was a lot, but there was a community, a suburb um, in our area that had to, that chose a different name because its name was related to a historical character that had not been the most um, woke, shall we say. So there were going to be a whole bunch of businesses that were like such and such plumbing and so and so massage that needed to be rebranded. So he teamed up with a lawyer, uh, a printmaker, so like a sign maker, and then he's a designer, a graphic designer, right? And he also had um, a buddy in the Chamber of Commerce who was able to get him a list of like every business in that locale that had that business name. So then he put together an email list. And this is someone who's, I wouldn't say they're an introvert, but the idea of firstly, social media, not their favorite, but secondly, um, like cold calling people wasn't really their favorite either. So put together this massive list, put together this undeniably phenomenal deal lawyer signage design for like one package deal. So the lawyer is going to take care of renaming your business, all of the legal files, everything you would need to change your business name, which is kind of a big deal, right? Like it is a no brainer if you're in business. And he was pretty ahead of like the curve on this. Like 
like when they were talking about it, he kind of put this together, put this list together. And so as soon as it happened, he emailed everybody. And a week later called me and he was like, well, that failed. I was like, I'm sorry, what failed? He's like, well, I emailed everybody on the list and nobody bought. And I was like, okay, um, if these are cold emails, like how do you know your email went to their inbox? And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if you email me and I, you're not on my list, you're going to spam. It's like, okay. And I was like, why don't you pick 10 to just call? And you don't have to sell them anything because you also need sales. All you have to do is say, hey, I emailed you about signage, legal, and design to change your business name. I'm sure it's top of mind right now. Have a look at the email and give me a call back. Eight of those 10 people bought from him. That then proved the strategy. Now we had to figure out how to get the other 90 people on this list, right? And so that was just such a basic, very small, anecdotal again, um, reminder that try it again. If you think it's a brilliant ad, if it got one person to buy, maybe it's just tweaking the colors. Maybe it's putting it in another publication. Maybe that wasn't the publication for you. I've tried and tested a million different places for a million different businesses. Sometimes it's a, it's a one word in the headline. Sometimes it is, it is a, po- a different podcast or a different, I mean, I've used terrestrial advert or like radio, like radio station advertising very effectively when I'm doing it on NPR because NPR listeners are engaged and it's local and they want to support their community. And so you're finding this like value alignment. I didn't even get into values. That's huge. The point being, don't abandon the thing. (laughs) Give yourself the opportunity to do something new. Give yourself the opportunity to do what you do best. And continue to iterate and improve. Like look back on your history. And maybe it's a completely different business. Maybe it's not even your business, but people whom you've worked for. What, What... worked in your opinion, if you're noticing it, if it resonates with you, there's a reason for that. And it's absolutely worth exploring. Create a plan, timeline, strategy, implementation, and then give yourself enough time, a minimum of like 30 days. That's the one thing with digital advertising is you can get real-time data. But like if you're just starting, if it's a brand new campaign, you might need to leave it for a little bit. Lower the daily spend. That's one of the... the, constraints in terms of your marketing plan. And most people will be like, we just didn't have enough money. No, it just wasn't good enough. Oh my God, I said it. Accepting that the concept is good, you're good. It's simply the messaging, the placement, the pricing, the people pick one variable and fuck with it. And um, test it on social media, but absolutely connect with the people who you want to be buying from you, whomever those people might be. Do it in a way that feels supportive and explorative. Most of the time, if someone is uncomfortable with marketing, if they hate sales, I tell them to do it from this angle of research. You're not asking somebody for a buy. You're just simply asking for feedback. Most people want to help. They might need to be rewarded. Man, it's like online sales 101 to get on your social media and to send out a survey and blah, blah, blah. Like that's why we're getting jaded on social media as well. And the reason I want to I want to remind you that it is not the only form of marketing is because soon social media is going to become like TV ads. It's going to be a place you can maybe build um, background awareness of, so that when you do connect with that person in a authentic and compelling way, they're they're 
subconsciously familiar with your brand. But the real thing you have to do is figure out how can you get people to buy from you? And there are immediate and direct ways of connecting with billions of people on earth right now. And that's what your marketing plan gets to be about. Now, if you want specifics, you know where to find me. Hello at NicoleBZ.com. There's a link below for the Discord container. We talk about all this kind of stuff. The Anti-Business School has an entire marketing module where I very much talk about how do you build out those four foundations of your marketing channels. I think about it like a table. You've got four legs keeping it stable. And from that, you can build. But sell something, sell it again, sell it at scale, sustain, and then try a new channel. <laughs> it's, it's slow going. You might not be a flash in the pan. I know it's been the absolute trying to make as much fucking money as you possibly can uh, and lose half of your consumers each time you do. And I think one of the reasons we're getting jaded with social media and online advertising is because that isn't working any longer. And unless you're selling like a widget for $3, it's going to be about building loyalty and that trust and likability so that they refer you and you can use partnerships and connection and leverage to sustainably scale and create longevity so that even if you are jumping from concept and product and business to concept and product, product and business, people trust you and they come along with you. So I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I would love to know your thoughts and opinions on this as well. I keep forgetting to ask for that. Um, but yeah, you might know a hell of a lot more about this or have a lot more varied experience in it um you might be in digital advertising i'd be curious for your thoughts share them below thank you